Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everybody, welcome to Unlocking the Magic. You're listening to episode number 235. And on this show... We are going to take you to the shore of Lago Dago at Disney's newly reimagined Coronado Springs Resort. Did I say that right? Lago Dago? I have no idea, but it was <laughs> funny. I, I I didn't know what you were talking about for a second. Lago Dago. <laughs> Sounds fun to say. That is very fun to say. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. This is the show where we produce a Disney show every week, and we hope you like it. Thank you so much for all the reviews lately, by the way. We know that they're more recent reviews because their reviews are like, hey, we found this podcast, and yes, we like it. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, I'm excited for this episode. We recently got to stay at the Coronado Springs, not necessarily after it was done being fully renovated, but we did get to see quite a bit of what was happening and what to expect when it is done July 9th is what the date is. Yep. So if you're listening to this episode, it will be opening very, very soon. And we're really excited to talk about our experience overall because we have a lot of friends that uh, have stayed at the Coronado and we're a little worried about this new Disney reimagined space. They were worried about the vibe and just the overall feel. So before we get started, we'll talk about, I think, Exactly what is Disney's Coronado Springs Resort? Because I feel like a lot of these shows, like we assume you guys know or assume you've stayed there before, right? And so I think it'd be a good... I know we've... Have we unlocked this resort before? I don't believe... I I I mean, I know we talked to Moderate before. Yeah, I don't know if we've ever done a full entire episode just about the Coronado Springs. I know we've done trip reports where we've stayed at the Coronado Springs in the past, but that was a few years ago. Gotcha. Well, so for those of you that have never stayed before, Disney's Coronado Springs is actually a moderate level resort. So it's in between the value and the deluxe. But I got to tell you, it really does kind of feel like a deluxe resort at times. It does. Here's the the only thing I would say that would definitely make this a moderate resort and excluded from the deluxe category, even with the fields, is the overall size. Okay. Or the price true doesn't have the deluxe price tag which is a bonus but yeah it is a big resort and i don't think that is ever going to change so that's one thing we will get into today because that was a question from a listener as well as you know what about the size of the resort because i think when you're looking into moderates there are definitely different styles of moderates that you can choose from one being um if you're looking for a smaller resort definitely the french quarter is something that's smaller but anyway moving on and talking about coronado it is a so here's how disney describes it an oasis set on the shore of lago dorado did i say lago dago (laughs) you're asking me if you're saying any of these properly i'm the last person you should be asking no disney says lago dorado where did i get lago dago from lago dorado Lago Dorado is the formal place. The re- Are we just not going to edit it out in the beginning? Never. It's going to be Lago Dago. It's Lago Dago. All right. You're welcome, you guys. <laughs> the reimagined Disney Coron- Disney's Coronado Spring Resort celebrates the daring spirit of the great Spanish explorers, artists, writers, and architects. Throughout the resort, discover a blend of classic Spanish influences, imaginative Disney touches, and modern comforts, both inside and out, so you can feel energized and inspired during your stay. I I don't know if that's a great description. 
I don't think so either. I was thinking it's kind of vague. And yeah, very, very vague. I, I was, get listen, it. I'm trying to listen to you describe the resort as Disney describes it, and I'm trying to imagine myself as a consumer going to pick a moderate resort, and that is never going to ch- make me change this resort. I'm going to read that, and I'm going to be like, huh? I still don't understand what's going on here. You should have been like, huh? What? Read that okay. again. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, read it again. I never, ever in the history of the show have ever said those words out of my mouth, but read that again. You're not, you're being serious. I'm 100% serious. Okay, here we go. I'm going to try to really do this one more I'm going to really listen. I'm going to really try to listen to this description and see if I can make sense of it. Here we go. Are you ready? Ready. An oasis set on the shore of Lago Dorado, the reimagined Disney's Coronado Springs Resort, celebrates the daring spirit of the great Spanish explorers, artists, writers, and architects. Throughout the resort, discover a blend of classic Spanish influences, imaginative Disney touches, and modern comforts, both inside and out, so you can feel energized and inspired during your stay. Okay, that was a little bit better. I think I got it a little bit more there. Still not convinced that that would make me want to stay here. Well, it goes more. I mean, it talks about... So that's like the main paragraph. Yeah, but the description of the resort is like what you should spend 95% of your time on perfecting because that is all people like me are going to read. Yeah, bullet points. That's it, right? You get you get, you got that two seconds to capture my attention and make me want to stay there or else I'm moving on. All right. I'm out. I'm out of that description. <laughs> no, I'm out. It goes into more about what makes this resort hotel unique and it talks about how the resort has been reimagined and all the new highlights that guests will experience when they arrive, which is pretty lengthy, actually. This is like, wait, let me, one, two, three, like five paragraphs. I'm out. Okay, I was going to say, I don't think you want me to go read that. But it definitely goes and talks about more of the architecture of the resort and the style um, more in detail, I would say. Then it talks about the club access benefits. So when you're staying in a club access room, you get a little bit extra hoopla you get a, it says take advantage of personalized you get disney signature services take advantage of personalized vacation planning support from disney signature services a special resource for guests with club access reservations at disney resort hotels and then they talk about the chronos club which is an exclusive space a casual intimate place to rest and relax and enjoy light refreshments during your stay of course, the pool with the waterside, the the Lost City of Cibola, which we'll talk about in detail later because our kids really love that pool. Then there's the new Toledo Tapas Steak and Seafood. This is the new restaurant that we got to have a glimpse of, which looked amazing. It was lo- It's located on the top of this new 15-story Grand Destino Tower. Which a lot of people have mentioned uh, or asked us questions about does the new tower like take away from the vibe of the Coronado? And I felt like they did a pretty good job of making the tower, even though it is massive. It is a massive new building. It still kind of fit in. I don't feel like it took away from anything. I almost feel like it enhances the resort. It did, like, because where they have it located, um, compared to where the new restaurant is in in the middle of the lake and all the 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 walkways and paths from each area to the middle of the lake to the uh, concession Mario. I felt like it fit in pretty well. I agree. So, all right, we're going to get right into it. Let's talk about the tower because it's like the elephant in the room, right? The Grand Destino Tower, which was, I feel, controversial 
a little bit in the beginning. Why was it controversial? Um, well, here's the thing. <laughs> controversial being like the five friends I have. <laughs> they said, oh, no, they're going to reimagine the Coronado. We love the Coronado. Um, we don't want it to change. Like, we love it, the feel. And they were worried that it was going to be too massive and feel just more businessy. I mean, granted, there 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 is a convention center at Coronado. And sometimes that does make you feel a little bit... Um, not weird, but like you'll see people in business suits while you're like trying to have a family vacation in your, you know, ill-fitting or at least my ill-fitting swimsuit. Well, like I feel awkward. Well, we were there and the tower wasn't open and it still had that vibe. Yeah. So I can't imagine that the vibe is going to change at all. It was kind of, it was, it did feel a little bit, I'm not, it did feel a little bit weird. I'm not going to lie. What? Walking around oh. in your bathing suit while you see people in business suits. So, okay. like, not that the, not that it should make you feel weird, but sometimes you want to be when you go on vacation and you spend all that money, you want to be yeah. immersed in the vacation mode and you feel like everybody around you, the vibe that the people give off who are surrounding you at these areas also uh, have some effect on your vacation. Right. I guess, well, yeah, I guess it's true for me anyway, because like I said, I'm in my bathing suit. It's, you know, it's, you're like, that's yeah, awkward on its own. There's three guys in suits. Are they like, should I be working? Like, yeah. You're like, oh, you know, I'm you sitting just, by the pool relaxing, but I should be working. I, I almost feel like I should be covered up. I mean, I should probably be covered up anyway, but, but anyway, I get what it is. <laughs> it's like whatever. But yeah, but that, but see, that's always been there. So that's not really like that's a person. Look, that doesn't bother everybody. That's just like a weird personal thing. Oh, it doesn't? No. It I just bothers me. Yeah, I don't know if it bothers everybody. In fact, I may, maybe some people don't even notice that. But I do think that with this Grand Destino Tower, I think maybe that's going to help a little bit. I think in my mind, I'm picturing more of those business type people going to these conferences, staying at the tower. By the way, what companies do conferences at Disney? Like, I want to be involved in that. Can, can you, somebody email me a list of companies that have conferences at Disney and I can work there? He's not even kidding. Like, seriously. <laughs> no conference that I've ever been to was ever held at any place quite like Disney. Not family They're oriented. all very boring places and not like this. Kind of sketchy. Yeah, like, that's amazing. I want to be involved with, I want to work for one of those companies. Yeah. And be the guys that make other people feel awkward in the suit walking around the pool area. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, okay. So that was something that I do think might help. But I got to tell you, my friend that was really concerned about Disney's changing and reimagining and doing all this stuff. I, I have to say this tower is absolutely breathtaking, especially at night. Like the way they were able to create this brand new building at out of something that was already a pretty a pretty established resort it's not like as if this resort was just i don't know just in its beginning stages or you know brand new this is a, an established resort a well-loved well-known resort and it was pretty incredible that they were able to add on like this and do it so nicely because I, I gotta tell you i'm gonna get I'm going to get such backlash for this, but I got to tell you, I'm not such a huge fan of the towers next to the contemporary resort. Like I am very nostalgic. So when I saw that go up, I was like, oh, you know what? That is the good point, though, because those, those towers kind of I don't want to say they took away from the contemporary look overall, but they definitely had an effect on it. This one kind of fits in better than those do with the contemporary overall theming. Yeah, this tower that they've built fits into the theming of this restaurant almost gives you like that when i look at it it almost kind of feels like that atlantis resort you hear of 
Yes. You know, it almost has that vibe to it. Yep. It's got, Disney says, striking architectural expression. Well, I don't know about that because <laughs> there was 4,000 people working on the tower when we were there to get it finished up the last couple of weeks. They so. literally have been eating up every last second to get this open. That being said, mm-hmm. so you always hear about these these resorts being under refurbishment and people always like, well, why don't they lower the price? Which I believe they should if the resort's going to be under refurbishment and you know, you can't utilize all of that aspect. But there was a lot of people working on this resort. And I didn't really notice that. That is true. Like, it didn't really affect the pool area or when we went down to the com- the uh, the cafeteria there or walking around the resort. And there was a lot of people working. Like, they just, were... Did you just call it a cafeteria? Yeah, what is it called? I, I, dining area? I don't know. Yeah, it's just... Come on, make it fancy. I'm not that <laughs> fancy. But anyway, there was a lot of people working because it was the last couple of weeks for them to get this resort ready. And there was a yeah. lot of people working. And it didn't, other than like when you enter the resort and drive right by that, you didn't really notice a ton of people affecting the way the resort feels. I got to agree with you, which is hard for me, but I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got to agree with you. I was a little worried about staying there as well because of that, you know, them finalizing everything but i'm glad we did because it definitely gave us a great insight of what the tower is going to be like and you know i was interesting because i feel like you're right there's a lot of families that might skip over this resort right now or just wait until the tower is open right right because of construction but it's good to know for like future resorts when they're doing construction which they're always gonna do i'm sure at some point in your lifetime you're gonna visit a resort where they're refurbishing the only part of that i would say that would probably make me skip or avoid the resort is if the main pool is closed like i for to me i don't know what it is i don't even really go swimming like i don't even i mean i shouldn't say that i do enjoy the pool but i'm okay with quiet pools at this point in my life right it depends Uh, on the it depends on the quiet pool what do you mean by that like it depends on what resort you're at and what quiet pool like some quiet pools aren't like all cracked up to be yes they're not they're not so quiet pool like at this resort the the main pool is the focus right and it does absorb the amount of people at the pool pretty well compared to other pools i see what you're saying like at this resort this is a really large resort there's uh a lot of people there the (laughs) pool is massive though yeah and it was crowded as many chairs as there were they were all full and it didn't feel as crowded as other less crowded pools that we've been to at disney I know we have discussed the pool in previous episodes, maybe when we were doing um, a pool re- review of pools, because I remember discussing the Lost City of Cibola. You can't help but look like that Mayan period pyramid is so massive and so beautiful. And the pool itself, it's literally like words can't describe how big it is. Like you're so right. It's like the one resort where there was a lot of people like the I've, it was full. Like, listen, if I say it's okay, <laughs> yeah. you know it's okay. Because I'm very right. much a complainer when it comes to pools. It's not the hot tub and the cruise like I always talk about <laughs> that other pools are. Like, we've been to the Animal Kingdom pool. Uh, and that, that I know there's a couple pools there, but we've been to one. And it was just not a very large pool for the amount of people there. And it felt very claustrophobic. This one does allow you to, yes, the, the chairs are kind of put together well but the pool is so big that you can always find a little spot for you and your family to be able to hang out together and not feel like you're gonna bump into somebody no matter how busy it is the pool chairs it i gotta tell you that you gotta get there early because seem like all the pool chairs are in the direct sun which sounds really nice when you want to get a tan but for whatever reason i didn't realize june or july when did we go june in late june in walt disney world 
in the summer in that heat, you can literally get a sunburn in five seconds. Yeah, get a get a chair or table in the shade early if you can. So speaking more of depth of the pool, we got to talk about it because that's definitely something that hasn't changed really. And I know we've talked about it in the previous episode, but I think it's a selling point of this resort. And I got to say, our little one really, really loves this this pool a lot. And the fact that they actually still might change, but they technically don't say anything if you want to go take some pictures in front of the Mayan period. Why do I say period? Mayan pyramid. If you want to take pictures, maybe even sit on some of the stones for like not high up, but like a little. I thought that was pretty cool. It's like a really cool backdrop for those Instagram folks. <laughs> for You know what it is for me with this pool? The, the, the thing, like if you're like me or you have little kids that are like me and don't, they go in the pool and then they get out of the pool and then they use the lawn chairs just to dry off. And then you want to go do something. The cool thing about this pool is it has a volleyball court. There's an arcade right next to it. There's like ping pong right there. So there's so many things that you can do around that resort rather than just sitting in the sun like some people want to do. That being said, all those things except the arcade is directly in the sun. I hope maybe Yeah, but someday... the pool is right there. Yeah. I just, if I have to complain, which I'm not a complainer per se, but you have to think of the cons when you're... I guess talking about any of these resorts, that was one of that I found interesting was that typically we we tend to vacation in Walt Disney World probably in this in the months where it can be a hit or miss as far as the weather. So we'll go in November, we'll go in February where the heat and the humidity is not that high. And the last I would say a few trips we've gone in the direct summer, and that really affects my choices and a lot of things like. I really wanted to play volleyball with the kids, and I I really couldn't. It was really beating down. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But did you walk on the cement around the pool? I could. I was literally running because my feet were yeah. on fire. Yeah, but you know what? That's What's what that? you get when you go to Florida in the summer. I mean, that was part of the fun. That's not something. That's nothing they can. What are they gonna do? Put like cooling floors in there's nothing they can do about that that's just part of going to florida in the summer you're gonna have to deal with that cooling floor it's gonna be sunny it's gonna be hot you play volleyball in the sun it's on the beach i'm just saying that's where you play volleyball i know but i was just saying maybe they could plant like some 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 trees like in a strategic way there was trees around there and right next to it there's uh some place where you can get drinks and water and they give you free water and then there was tables with umbrellas so listen don't listen to connie what are you trying to tell me? I'm I'm not being I'm I'm She's misinforming the, yes, everyone. You're being the complainingator. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Don't listen to Connie. It's okay, fun. it's fine. Go play volleyball in the sun. That's where it should be played. You're gonna have fun. If you get too hot, here's what you do: you go get a drink of water and then you jump in the pool and go. All swim. right, good point, Bruce. Fine. And you leave your stuff on the volleyball court so nobody can take your spot while you're going swimming for real quick. <laughs> good point. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk about the newer additions, which were new for us. Um, just even being there and seeing, which was sounds sounds kind of basic, but it's really not because I really feel like it enhanced or at least connected the resort a little bit better, which is these new bridges. There's actually three new bridges that take you through the lake and links to the hotel. And then there's actually right on one of the bridges, there's a huge um, restaurant uh it's called three bridges bar and grill let's see that that's really hard to say three bridges i think you did okay three bridges bar and grill a lakefront resort that serves up tasty cuisine i am reading right now but it was cool looking wasn't it yeah we, we walked by it several times and it had like an open air vibe where you can kind of sit down and it didn't necessarily have all tables it was kind of more like a lounge it almost had a lounge feel to it an open 
Air Lounge, where you can kind of go there, get some appetizers, get some drinks, hang out, uh, and see the new tower and the lighting effects that they had on the tower. It was a great visual and uh, a great place to go hang out. That being said, we didn't do it. That being said, we just waved. We, we, we were, right, we were, wh- why didn't we, actually, now that I think of it? I think we were, like, in the mood for sorbet and walks like we didn't want to sit anywhere too yeah long. we I didn't feel we like had, we, were, we had the, probably the, we had kids with us yeah right yes <laughs> they ruin everything <laughs> they stop it <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking um okay what did you think about so the fact that the bridges are in there i think that restaurant was a great addition to the resort i think it definitely makes you feel more of a resort far away somewhere like i just feel like they did a really great job making this resort feel this is hard to put in words but before you know you're at a Disney resort of course and it's great but you didn't necessarily always feel like you were taken away into like some exotic place here now with these bridges and the way they have the restaurant set up and at night it definitely you forget that you're central Florida well the other thing too that these bridges allow you to do is is get to the main area a little quicker yeah. Because we literally yeah. stayed on the opposite end. A, li- on. a little quicker is the main word there. Okay. I'm not saying you're going to get there quick. I just said you're going to get there a little quicker. We stayed literally on the opposite end of the area where you check in. Like it's literally if you check in and you go to the furthest point behind it, that's where we stayed. Yeah. So to walk from our resort hotel room to the main lobby is quite a hike. You know, it's funny because I am always, I don't know what it is about me, but I like to, I could jog all day, but I can't walk a lot. Like I get annoyed and I was thinking I was, okay, here I am complaining. It's too far, too big. But when our youngest, who is literally like such an athlete, like she can walk, never complains, always keeping up with dad. At one point she said, are we there yet? I'm tired. It's a hike. I'm telling you, it takes... So I always like to go to the resort. And at this resort, they serve Joffrey's in the lobby, which is awesome. And like the little uh, eating area they have. Like that's almost like every everyone has like this little convenient store. Not a convenience store, but a convenient little store that you can buy things at. And they had gelato. Like they a had, general like, yeah, place. They had yeah. gelato, uh, Joffrey's coffee. And I went in to get some. And I love going in the morning to get a coffee or in the, even in the afternoon to get like a nice coffee. So I took a walk with our youngest. And it took us a good 25 minutes. Yeah. To go there from our from our hotel room, which is this is going to be different for everyone. But we stayed in the furthest hotel room way. So it was a good 25 minute round trip walk just to get there and back. It was a good hike, which sounds easy. And enough. by the way, yeah. oh. I have to say, tell a little story about getting Joffrey's coffee in there. All right. So I'm in there getting coffee. Right. I got two coffees. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get Connie a coffee. We're going to go back to the pool. We're going to hang out. We got these oh. little. You had like a plan. Jamaican. These shaking uh, Jamaican. Shaking Jamaican cold brews. <gasps> And oh, so I ordered good. two of them, and they're a little bit different. They didn't have the Joffrey's cup that they usually come in. Like if you get them at the Magic Kingdom um, or at Downtown Disney, when you're getting uh, a Joffrey's there, it was almost like a, just a regular plastic cup, and they had these paper holders that they put them in. And I didn't notice that the cup didn't necessarily fit inside of the paper holder. You know how you sometimes put a cup like inside the paper holder, and you have to like push down, and it like locks it in. Yeah. Well, these cups were too small. Oh, no. And they were, and I turn around to go grab it, and I didn't know that they didn't fit, and they totally spilt all over the floor. I'm sad for you. Totally dumped two shaken Jamaicans. Please tell me. They shook right out of my cup holder <laughs> onto the floor and spilt everywhere. 
Was it so embarrassing? It was really embarrassing. Because <laughs> I had my bathing suit on. There was like guys in suits over there staring at me. Gianna was looking at me like she didn't know what I should do. No. And I wanted to clean it up. But the, I have to tell you, the people at Disney were so awesome. They were like, don't worry about it. They they were like didn't let me do anything. They like picked it up. They, they, they didn't mopped it all anything. up. No. And they gave me two new ones for free. <gasps> no way. Even though it was my fault. Yeah, it was totally your fault. Kind of not my fault, though. No, probably You shouldn't not. give me a cup holder that the cups don't fit in. I mean, you shouldn't give you to hold anything. That's the one complaint I do have. You shouldn't give me a cup holder and give me and be like, yes, this will hold your... It's literally called a cup holder. And it didn't hold my cups. I feel like there's some operator error in the story that we're, we're not hearing. But I am very happy that they were so accommodating. Very accommodating. They like, were super nice about I it. I feel like some places they would like eye roll you and you would just feel even more awkward. Some places they eye roll you and you just run. And you run away. Like you don't you're even like, want new coffee. Yeah, you're you're like, so embarrassed, you just get out of there. <laughs> but they made me feel like I wasn't that much of an idiot. I gotta say, the shaken Jamaican, it's kind of addicting with the Joffrey's coffee over there. But you have to, I think if you're staying at this resort, especially like what Bruce said, like we were the further out resorts, there's a lot of walking. I think you really have to utilize the coffee that they serve in your room it's definitely delicious. It's not iced coffee, although you probably could make it ahead of time, put it in the fridge at the resort. I think that's the one tip I would say is like plan on having with you maybe some snacks, maybe some stuff in your room. Especially if you don't have a car. Because yeah. if you have a car, if you have a rental car, you can easily just hop in your car and drive over to the lobby. But No, you can do that? That's not frowned upon? <laughs> no, it's not frowned upon. You can do that. The bridges do make it less of a walk, but that being said, it is still like that definitely goes into my decision on whether I want to go get something down there or not. Yeah. Because I'm going to be gone for an hour and a half. You're going to be gone for a while. It's quite a hike. I mean, the cool thing is that the pool is kind of centrally located and we definitely utilize the food at the pool, which was great. I have to say for poolside food, it's pretty good. Like we all had a great meal and... Very, very satisfied, and it, it was able to kind of make a long pool day out of what we thought would be kind of short. You know, I'm laughing because I remember this. Oh god, there was a lady sitting up by us at the pool, and you can totally tell people who have never been to Disney before because everything shocks them. Like what? Like the amount of a coffee, or the amount of a twenty ounce Dasani costs. Like if you've <laughs> never been to Disney, like that. There can be a little sticker shock. Yeah, but like most people have gone to like amusement parks or. Apparently parks. not this lady. <laughs> this lady must live in a bubble where she shops at the local store all the time and uses quite a bit of discounts to get all her stuff. Yeah. Because she was not lacking in the complaining. Whoever she was talking to on the phone about the prices and what was happening. at. Oh, my gosh. You're talking about the lady at the quiet pool? Yes. That we were totally eavesdropping on? I wasn't eavesdropping on her. She was talking so loud I couldn't help myself but hear her. All right. Well, we're going to talk about the quiet pool in a second because that was a big part of this trip that we utilized the quiet pool, believe it or not, even though the Lost City of Cibola pool is pretty cool. Am I saying this right? Lost City of Cibola? I'm Lost my City. Lost City. Uh, that's two words. Lost City of Cibola. Yeah. I'm getting this from National Treasure. That's how I learned about the Lost City. <laughs> Let's go back to the restaurants for a second. So okay. the new restaurant. Oh, that we're not going to talk about the lady? No, I don't want to talk about her. <laughs> okay. Uh, the new restaurant that they're opening, I want to ask your opinion on what you think about this new restaurant that they're opening on the top floor. It's going to be kind of like what the California Grill is to the contemporary. Top mm -hmm. floor restaurant with stunning views. Um, and if you check out the menu online, which we'll probably link up in the show notes, you can check it out. It seems kind of expensive. 
Yeah, thirty five to fifty nine ninety nine per adult. Is now a- with the California Grill, the expense that you pay there, you get the views of the Magic Kingdom. You get to go walk it on the balcony there. You get to see the Seven Seas Lagoon, the Polynesian, the Floridian. You get all of that with it, with the possibility that you may be able to see the fireworks. Do you think that this rooftop restaurant or top floor restaurant has that same draw that the California Grill will? I kind of think it's going to have a very unique. I Okay. From what I could see when we were there, it looked pretty amazing. Like, I, I got to tell you, I was pretty impressed, which is hard, you know, when you've seen so many beautiful things like the Contemporary and so many other beautiful restaurants. I was really impressed with the looks of this one. And I got to say, the views are probably going to be amazing. I, I mean, it's. Spanish style, 1930s. That's what they're going for. I think they really nailed it. Like, I really think it's going to be quite the experience. That being said, you probably want to be on a dining plan to to utilize something like this. Mm. I don't know. For me, anyway, like doing the math and going to these higher end re- uh, restaurants, it's like seems like a no brainer, especially if you can grab kind of a deal on the dining plan. Like, I think it's too know. like how many people are in your party. True. It's just like we talked the last episode we did. We talked about the villains party. Uh, villains after hours and we said listen if you're if you're a family of five or six it's it's pretty expensive and it may not be worth it at that point but if you're only one or two or three then it may be not that bad of an option to go check it out yeah same with this restaurant like if you're a family of six and you're not on the dining plan it's gonna be pretty expensive for you to eat dinner there i don't know how much of an experience it's going to be versus the california grill what do you mean by that? Like, like oh, the, like, well, I don't think it's going to ever compare. It's like not comparing apples to but apples. What I'm saying is it's kind of like that. All right. So if you want to go to a restaurant in Walt Disney with great views, uh, they're on the top floor of a resort, and you're going to spend the same amount of money, all else being equal. Which one are you going to choose, you think? You're going to think you're going to choose the one at the Coronado, or you're going to choose the one at the Contemporary? I'm going to say it depends on how many times I've been, too. Like, I've actually heard of some listeners that they weren't really impressed with the Contemporary, a block the California them, Grill, rather. What? I thought I blocked them. <laughs> no, you didn't block them. <laughs> no, not this one. But you know, I think that it's all relative to what you're looking for and the style you're looking for. I feel like this one has more of a, I, okay, an adult feel. Yeah, maybe. And it all does. It, like, listen, the staff and the cast members definitely have an effect on the experience that you have. We had an experience uh, that will. I don't know if we talked about it in this episode or what? I feel like we're previous one, but the like when you go to the California Grill, if your cast member that's helping you is amazing, your experience is going to be amazing. Oh yeah, no, that wasn't. So there. that definitely goes yeah, yeah. into like when you're going to any restaurant or yeah. any place where the cast members have an effect on your experience, that's definitely going to come into play for sure. So you may go to the California Grill and your experience with that cast member may not have been great, and you're like, I don't like the California Grill that much. Do you think that happens often in Walt Disney World? I feel like I don't think it happens very, often, very but wrong. I definitely think it happens. Like, it's listen, some human, people can right? have an off day. Yeah, that's true. Even the most uh, amazing people who have the best attitude and the most upbeat have a bad day once in a while. Not me. Oh, we know that, but you never know. It, it happens. So you could just be catching. That could be the best server they have, and you just catch them on an off day. Yeah. Maybe they just drop something in the back, or you never know what's happening to them personally, and they just true. have a bad day. Yeah, I guess that's true. But it's it's hard because like you're spending so much money and you and I'm sure 
of course, Disney, they want to live up to that reputation, you know, so it is hard. So I do feel like that was rare, especially what happened to us at a, another restaurant that we won't share right now. But I think it's um, important. Yeah, I, I guess the overall, it changes the overall feel. But I also think, like I said, I think that this restaurant, Toledo, can we just call it Toledo? It's, it's Toledo. Let's Toledo. Let's call it Toledo. Because it says Toledo Tapa Steak and Seafood. Can I'm not saying to- all that. Okay. <laughs> Toledo, I think it might have more of an adultish kind of atmosphere and feel. At least that's what I could see. And that's kind of what I was thinking in my head. Like, not to say the, the California girl isn't, but I think that it's also because of the proximity to the Magic Kingdom, it is geared more for also families. So you get that mixed in and who knows? Is that, was that, I don't know. Good enough for me. <laughs> okay. All right. How much time do we got? Like 10 seconds. Okay, well, I got to talk about what the teenagers thought and what our youngest thought because both of those, both of these uh, categories uh, are, have a huge effect on our daily lives here and <laughs> our, our vacation, right? Uh, yeah, that's true. Okay, so I asked our youngest first. I said, what did you think? We're going to record our experience about with the Coronado. What did you think? And she said, Mom, I give the pool a huge thumbs up. I loved the sorbet and the cozy beds. That was her take. Uh, listen, that literally could have been my take. <laughs> she really loved it. And we have the same takes. She, Yeah. And she did actually mention how much she appreciated the aloe vera gel that was um, in every uh, room. And she was able to use because, yeah, we had a little sunburn incident while staying there and uh yeah sunscreen you gotta really apply that when you're in florida in the summer i guess i didn't know that or realize that uh live and learn um but they do they they looks like they grow aloe in the resort itself so it's cool to see the bottles in the resort room and we were psyched when we i don't know i guess i've never paid attention before but i saw them and i put it to good use so she really appreciated that so then i asked the teenagers I said, what did you think of the Coronado? Did you like ask them or did you text them? I texted them. I'm like, hey, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> um, they said awesome beds. They loved the vibe at night. And I'm going to think, I'm going to say that's probably because like all the lights at the pool and then the new tower, I, it changes colors. So it's definitely Instagrammable to the teenagers. And then they also, which I forgot about, they said the bathrooms. They really loved the showers and the upgraded style of the bathrooms. Yeah, that was pretty nice. Very I do sleek. have to say, speaking of like the grounds and the vibe at night, mm-hmm. you were a little scared at night walking around there. Okay, so that's where I was going to go into this, right? So I was going to say my take, right? My take on this resort is, number one, I feel like they have done a, a great job of making you feel like you have gone to some Spanish villa somewhere else other than Florida like I literally forgot every single worry I had like it really made me feel like I was at a and it is a massive resort but it's more than that I think with the tower and seeing the lights and all that just made me really happy but I would say the con for me is that I never really realized how kind of dark and creepy this resort can be at night <laughs> in some areas is that too much am I no, Am there was I, certain uh, like when you get paranoid? off. So when you get off the pathway across the lake, when <laughs> yeah. you're crossing the lake and you're going back to our resort, which was technically, I guess, our resort was like in Georgia, even though we were staying in Orlando. That's how far away it felt, by the way. It just gets dark. And the pathways are kind of dark. You have to just be careful and watch where you walk. And there's very much nature all around you. 
Like, this is the one resort where I feel like I'm a little cl- too close to the lake and, like, the swampy feel. Like, I'm, I literally feel like at any second, I just... The wildlife is a little much for me. I didn't see anything other than, like, a giant... I don't know what was on your leg. Was that, like, a giant... Grasshopper or cricket or something. Looked like a mouse. <laughs> it was so big. Why do you keep saying it looked like a mouse? It was huge. It was huge. Are mice big? I don't think so. It was big. Um... But I, I think I think that overall, that I would say that would be the only thing that I noticed that was a little different. All right, different. pros and cons. Let's get into it. Pro, okay, okay. Pro, let's give one pro and one con. Pros and cons? Yeah. I think I just gave my pros. It was and like, the cons. I just gave it. All right, so my pro is the pool is amazing. Okay. For me, being the kind of person that I am, you can go to the main pool, which I kind of, during the peak times, tend to avoid main pools. Never really go during the peak times. You can go to this pool during the main time, the main peak time of day, and not feel super crowded. I agree. That's a, is that a pro? That's a pro. That's a super pro. Con is the the overall size of the resort. Like for, you definitely have to second guess whether you really want that gelato or iced coffee. Yeah. If you're staying in your room and you want to take a hike, if you don't have a car. Okay, but I mean, even if you do have a car, is it is it frowned upon to drive it? Just to get, I feel like that's just not cool. Depends on where you stand. I mean, I'm not saying we haven't done it. I'm just saying Multiple is that something times. we should share. Listen, I depends on what how what time of day it is, how I'm feeling, what I've done that day. Okay. You know, maybe I'm not that into walking all the way across the country to get a coffee. My right, fair point. So those are two. I think you have to consider those. I think other than that, I mean, another pro again, the updated rooms, the bathrooms were like the teenager said, the showers, very luxurious. I think. It definitely does uh, make you feel more higher end. Like this is the one moderate resort where I feel a little bit more higher end. Like it's almost teetering on the deluxe category. Even in versus the French Quarter. For sure. Yeah, I think so. So I think that it has that has to go play into your decision as well. Right. But just if you are going to stay there, just be aware. It is a large resort. It is one of the larger resorts that Disney has. You know, there's going to be a lot of walking. You're not close to anything, really. Okay. And if you are close to something, you're very much far away from something else. That's okay, though. It's yeah. all in good fun. It's Disney. You're going to walk a lot. Whatever. You kind of, If you're on the dining plan, too, sometimes you need to walk that level. I mean, right? Like, I was kind of, there was moments where I was sort of appreciating Like, the, the bonus is, like, you go walk to get a gelato, and by the time you get back to your room, you burned off all those calories. It's gone. Yeah. You can go get another one. No big gotta, deal. Yeah, like, it goes away. Yeah. So, anyway, I give it a thumbs up. I definitely would stay here again. There's not too many Disney resorts that I wouldn't stay at again, but this is definitely one that I would look forward to staying in again. Perfect. For an extended period of time. I 100% agree. It's cool that it can fit families of five in some of the resort rooms. It's cool that if you don't want to do that, you can get two rooms. It's up to you. It's affordable. I I loved it. And you can call Kingdom Strollers if you need a stroller for your little one. Oh, I like how you just slid that plug in. Okay. like that. Sponsor of the show. Thank you so much to Kingdom Strollers. If you are staying at the Coronado, you're going to need one of these for the little one because they are not going to make it all the way across the resort walking. Nope. You need a stroller. Yeah. They'll drop it off to your resort, and then when you're done, after your vacation is over, they'll pick it up right from the same spot where they dropped it off. It's cool and simple. All you got to do is go to kingdomstrollers.com. They're actually on Instagram now. You can follow them at kingdomstrollers on Instagram as well. And uh, if you do decide to use them, tell them you heard them about them on the Unlocking the Magic podcast. All righty. And that is it for us. That's going to do it. Before we say goodbye, though, you should definitely join our Patreon group. A lot of people have asked us, what is this? here patreon group uh, we do what extra podcast this? episodes sometimes we'll do a live program every once in a while in there but we do do monthly extra episodes more the episodes we do on this podcast here we tend to do more topical inside of that we kind of talk more about what's happening in the moment 
uh, either from our experiences or whatever's in the news in Disney. We do that a couple times a month, so you can go check that out. Unlockingthemagic.com. There's a Patreon button, and then you can join our private Facebook group and hang out with us too. Wonderful. Unlocking the Magic podcast on Instagram. Oh, yes. What am I supposed to say? That's it. Oh, okay. You're just supposed to hang out with me here at the end of this, and then go follow us on Facebook as well. Go follow us. Join our Patreon. It's a lot of fun. I love sharing some some more, I guess, different pictures that we necessarily share on our regular page, I guess, yes. and stuff like that. But anyway, thank you guys for joining us. And lastly, oh, wait, there's more. One more thing. If you've listened to the podcast, you said, wait a minute, you, like you liar. It. You said that's it for us. Well, I had to ask one more thing. Okay. If you listen to this podcast and you enjoy it, you've listened for a while. Do us a favor. We're going to ask one thing. Go leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us. Uh, we love reading the feedback. We love hearing from you guys, and it definitely helps the show out by leaving a review over there. So if you could do that for us, we'd very much appreciate that. Only if you like it. If you don't like it, just pretend. Just move on. I don't think you made it this far if you don't like it. Yeah. Unless you really, like, really don't like it. Yeah. And, like, we're so You're angry at you that you had to listen the whole way to see what else we're going to say. I hate that guy. Yeah. Wow, that's finally over. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye, everybody.